Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by John, and today we've got some NFL news to talk about, uh, chief among those being Tom Brady's recent retirement announcement. It's his second uh, but before we talk about that, let's dig into some of the coach moving and trading we've been seeing through the league. Yeah, uh, interesting day yesterday as far as head coaches being hired for the Texans and the Broncos. The Texans hire is, I believe it was the defense coordinator for the um, for the uh, San Francisco 49ers who made his way down to, uh, to Houston to coach the Texans. Um, so he's going to be taking over the helm there. Uh, he was also the first choice of the Denver Broncos and someone they wanted to bring in and, and you know, help things out uh, down there. But, you know, the Houston Texans, you know, took over that and the mutual desire to be with each other kind of took <laughs> took him away from the Broncos. So they landed with Sean Payton, which, you know, I imagine all the Bronco fans are just super disappointed that that's the coach they ended up having. But I think, you know, that Denver Broncos hire with Sean Payton is big in a lot of ways. Um, and I think it's going to help them turn into, cause I already defensively, they were fine. So I don't think hiring a defensive minded head coach would be that productive, uh, just because defensively they, even with an offensive minded head coach, they played really, really well and they were very destructive. Uh, there's not really that much of a need to really change them that much than add a couple extra pieces and make them even more hard to beat. The offense was always a struggle. Uh, the play calling was always a struggle injuries were always the struggle with the the Denver Broncos team and now you put Sean Payton in there with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton was actually who Russell Wilson wanted they chatted before he even got signed so it kind of pointed that that was you know on its way uh the only downside to it is the Denver Broncos pretty much have no draft capital for a while they they lost their 2023 first round pick which is the 30th overall and then the 2024th second round pick and the 2024th third round pick so they lose a lot of picks the next couple of years. They already lost a ton to Seattle. So, they, you know, they're not, I mean, they're in the situation that they're in. They are valuing winning now over, you know, draft capital. And we've seen that work. We saw the Rams do a similar thing where they traded and ended up winning the Super Bowl. They didn't have a whole lot of draft capital. So they ended up having a terrible season right immediately following that. But at the same time, they still were able to win the Super Bowl. So I think that's a lot, a, the Denver Broncos kind of mindset here. But with Sean Payton, I think the 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 mindset of a lot of people in the media were before he got hired was that the Denver Broncos were going to be able to hire uh, no media or not no media, but uh, no uh, free agencies, uh, free agent pickups. I think that was going to be something that was going to be hard for them to do. They said the head coaching job was going to be one that wasn't really going to be higher uh, that no one's going to really want. Uh, but it appears that even even Sean Payton, who's a really good head coach, especially offensive-minded, is going to be able to go down there. And I wouldn't be as excited about this deal had Nathaniel Hackett not been fired uh, when he did uh, and allowed us to see a couple of games without him at head coach because we are able to see what this Broncos team is able to do once you use it in a way that fits to Russell Wilson's strengths. 
And when they finally did that, they actually started to win football games down the stretch. They actually started to be close into games, and they started backing up their defense at a better level. Not a perfect level, but at a better level, and they started to see what they can do. Now, that kind of leads me to believe that Sean Payton could do a much better job, and it shows that if he just kind of lays into those strengths, he can have a lot of success in, in this offense. But like I said, I think free agency-wise, I think they're actually going to be able to get some guys because they want to play for Sean Payton, more than likely. They want to play for Russell Wilson. They already have a good defense, good running back core. They just need to build up the wide receiver room a little bit, make that a little bit stronger. So I think they're actually going to be able to hire a lot of free agencies or pick up a lot of free agencies. I think that's where they're going to gonna build. Um, and I think they're just trying to make it as attractive as possible with the Sean Payton news as well. So that's, I think, going to be a huge move for the Denver Broncos uh, going to next season. Does it make an instant playoff contending team? Or it makes an instant contending playoff team, but does it make an instantly a Super Bowl contending team? I think that's going to take a couple years just to learn everything. But I don't think it takes longer than two years for them to make themselves uh, legitimate contenders for the Super Bowl. The other hire, which happened earlier this week, I believe, or maybe it was early, late last week, with Nathaniel Hackett going to the uh, Jets, which I think is kind of an interesting move if you're the if you're the uh, if you're the Jets because he just came off you know coaching the Denver uh, Denver Broncos and having a lot of uh, having some issues at head coach and then you bring him to the Jets, but it seems purely like a move. Uh, that you're doing just to get Aaron Rodgers in that offense. kind of feels like that could end up happening. Uh, so that's the storyline that we'll kind of watch out for as things take along. But I think, you know, that 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 um, that Jets team actually does have quite a good uh, good offense, good wide receivers that they've picked up, and good running back core, and, and a good position to succeed if they kind of put everything together. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be better than who they have on roster right now as a quarterback. Um, now I think he should retire like Tom Brady did. Uh, I think it's time for those two guys to kind of hang him up and let the next guy kind of come in. But in, in the Jets case, it actually would work better if they're able to bring him in. And it seems like the Nathaniel Hackett move is because of that. So that's kind of be something that we're kind of looking out for. Uh, that's why I brought it up. I wanted to be able to kind of start that storyline for you guys, but that's something that are the newest coaching hires that, you know, we saw this week. Yeah. Let's talk more about the Tom Brady retirement. This is his second time. <laughs> Uh, do you think it's legit this time? Probably. I, I, I mean, can you ever really tell? No, I don't think you can. I think it's all speculation at this point because he gave us, you know, no evidence to believe that what he says is accurate. He said it himself, you know, most of the stuff he says is inaccurate. And he also, you know, retired. And then a couple weeks later, he was back in the NFL and played the whole season. And then, you know, he retires this time and, you know, who knows? Gronkowski retired and there was talk that he would come back and, so, I mean, it's never really a situation where it's fully um, known with superstars when they're going to retire. We were looking at it earlier. Michael Jordan retired, unretired, retired, unretired multiple times before he officially actually retired. So it's not like this is an unusual situation. But at this point with Tom Brady, what he has that a lot of athletes don't have when they're done is a contract with Fox that's for, you know, 10 years to be able to be in the broadcast booth as the number one analyst. So he he leaves the field, he's still talking about the game. He doesn't leave the game. He still gets to watch all the games and travel around and meet everybody. What he said is something that he's interested in doing. The problem is, will that desire uh, to play in the NFL, that desire to compete, go away overnight? Probably not. I think we're going to probably hear some rumors that are like, he might come back, he probably won't come back. I don't know. I don't, speculation's hard on all these fronts to kind of decide, you know, you know, will he go or will he officially, st- you know, stay retired or, you know, come back out of retirement? Once I see him in the booth with a Fox uniform on, then I'll be more confident in the fact that he will be or 
a Fox microphone in his hand. Well, I have more confidence that he actually is going to retire. It'll be interesting to see what crew he gets into because um, Greg Olson, I think, right now has a number one career. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where he goes. But it'd be interesting to see the NFL without Tom Brady in it uh, after 23 years of having him in the league, seeing him, you know, hang him up and retire. What does that leave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a situation as? Is that, I mean, that's a horrible situation for him because they're going to figure out who that replacement's going to be. Um, maybe, tr- you know, trade some draft choices, try to get up higher in the draft, do what you can to kind of get things in a better situation. But like you said, there's no way to fully say if he's going to stay retired or not. My guess is he will just because it doesn't seem like you can retire and unretire and t- retire and unretire that often. And I get it that people have done it, but there's, you know, a lot of perks to retirement at this point for him. What else are you going to possibly do in the world of sports? I mean, you've done what pretty much no other athlete has done. I think it's like seven Super Bowl rings and just dominated at a high level for years. He's going into a free agency year, so he'd have to make a decision if he wants to go back to Tampa, if he wants to go somewhere else, which I think probably weighs into the factors of things a little bit. No more, nothing he has to honor, if you know what I mean. Like he has nothing else he needs to, no contract he needs to honor, no, nothing that kind of keeps him tied down to a play, one place or the other. And I think he's at this time when you're that old um, and you're still trying to play in the NFL at the quarterback position, I think it's probably weighing the factors of it's probably time to hang him up. So, you know, great career by Tom Brady. Tons of fun to watch over, over these years. Um, I wouldn't completely count it out that he wouldn't unretire, but I kind of feel like it's time for him to go to the booth. All right, yep. We'll have to see what happens. Hopefully um, his booth career is going to be just as good as his athletic career. He wants to be, be the number one analyst. Yeah, I think he probably will be. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty close. He goes all famous. Yeah, broadcaster no go, no all goes both. Yeah, <laughs> good. All right. Well, we'll be back on Friday. That's all for now, and we'll have more sports news to talk about then. See you. God bless.